Welcome to episode 7 of The Sedated Man. Today's topic will be the prodigal son. And I'm just going to roll into this. What I want to start doing is I want to start covering exactly what uh, sedation might look like. Reasons for sedation, really. Uh, could be anything from uh, a distressed relationship with your wife, with your kids. Could be a, a, stressful, re- a stressful relationship or work environment at work. Could be... Uh, that you get no time for play, it could be financial. There are a ton of reasons why you could be trying to sedate. And what I want to do is I want to cover some of those so we can start calling you where you're at <clears throat> so that we can see that uh, where you're at is not worse than anybody else because remember, there's nothing new under the sun. It's simply tough. And tough is doable. Impossible can't be done. But there's no impossible in Christ, remember. So... So I'm going to open up a little bit today and uh, and let you know some of my background. So I want you to note that I have never said that I never had a problem with sedation. It's because I had problems with sedation, raising my family and <clears throat> and doing the things that I do that that really I feel passionate about getting men out of it because the things I would actively do or do actively do if I struggle with it now, I just thought you were supposed to do. It wasn't until I was older that it occurred to me that the men around me were not doing it. They would rather complain. They would rather make excuses. And that's the, that's the culture we live in now is the excuse-driven uh, culture. So <clears throat> leadership does not look that way, gentlemen. Leadership looks like leadership. It looks like somebody who's willing to step to the front. But anyway, as I get off on my tangent, so a little bit about me. So I have five sons. I've told you that before. <clears throat> my oldest is 27. My youngest is 17. Uh, I have always done everything that I could to dedicate myself to being a good husband and a good father. That doesn't mean that I never made mistakes. Now, we're a mixed family. Uh, my wife and I were both married before. My oldest two sons are from my first marriage. My third oldest is from her last marriage, and I adopted him. Uh, and then the youngest two are ours. But really, they're all ours. But that's a different discussion. So the prodigal son. Prodigal son tells his dad, hey, hey, Pops, uh, I'm going to need my inheritance now because I've got life to live, uh, you know, YOLO, and uh, i got to get that done. So the dad begrudgingly and probably uh, more than a little disappointed hands over the kid's share of the inheritance. Well, kid blows it all, as uh, some of us have done. And it gets to the point where he is destitute. To the point where what they're putting, the slop, the, the slop that they're putting in the pig uh, pen is desirable to him. He would be happy to even have just a little bit of that because he's starving. So he decides he wants to go back uh, to his dad's because at least there, as a slave or a servant, he'd be fed. So... Prodigal son comes back, father sees him in the distance, and rejoices and throws a party. Now, obviously, some of the brothers had problems with that, but, but ultimately the father's joy was in the one that was lost, just as Christ asked us to look out for the one sheep. Now, the point here is, is that story has a happy ending. Well, what about you? What about me? I have five sons. One of my sons 
chose to cut contact with me over 12 years ago. And I have been very angry with him ever since. Now it would be very easy for me to sedate. It would be easy for me to bury myself in alcohol or to bury myself in video games. Uh, I, I've, I've been a gamer for a long time. I grew up a gamer. <clears throat> I have uh, put the games away. Not because I don't enjoy them, but because I have more important things to be doing. Not serious, grown-up, adulting things, but things that are more important to my future and my future with my family, and my future in Christ. But be that as it may, uh, so so my son decided to cut ties. Now, I can honestly sit here and tell you that I did everything for my son I could. And he rejected me. I can tell you that my wife did everything she could for him. And he rejected her and blamed her for the entire deal. I can also tell you that things were not, and quite honestly to this day still are not, uh, of what I would call an even keel between my ex and I. We have very different views, very different lives. I don't wish her ill will, but uh, we simply don't get along. We can't, we're, we're not good people when we're in the same room together. So I consider myself justified in how I raised him. Now, why do I say that? I say that because I, with whole heart, can say that I did 120% to do right by my son. Now, maybe that's not the case for you. Maybe your sedation is because you have a child that you don't know. Because you've chosen not to be part of their lives. Maybe the excuse you've used is finances. Maybe it's distance. Look, I'm not going to justify your excuses. Plain fact of the matter is, is if you had a kid, you should have stepped up. You should have stepped in. You should have been part of their lives. But here you are, sedating, drinking yourself, smoking yourself, uh, you know, TVing yourself into this state that makes you feel better, helps you forget. I don't want you to forget. I want you to grab that thing by both horns and own it. You made a mistake. It doesn't make you a horrible, horrible person. Is it possible to fix that relationship? Only you really know, but I would encourage you to do everything in your power. If you're going to claim Christ, if you're going to claim that you can do it, do what you can to fix it. And it's tough. There are rumors around my circles that my, my, my missing son may be in the area this month. I have attempted to reach out via, via some social media platforms and gotten no response. I, uh, I don't think he's frequent in those. I don't think it's that he's just ignored me. And I thought I was ready to do it. I thought I was ready to talk to him after so long, after so many, so many years of being angry. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know that I am. But I know that I need to be. I know there is no room for excuses. And I know that even though I feel I did nothing wrong, 
that I am 100% responsible for the outcome of the things that happen to me, that I need to take ownership, that I need to take responsibility. Some of you may despair over such a thing. Maybe it's not a son. Maybe it's a daughter. Maybe it's not a daughter. Maybe it's a, a parent, a best friend. We dudes are responsible for ourselves. Christ needs us to re- be responsible for ourselves. And the thing I'm going to remind you of every time is, what would your church look like if proper leadership was there? Maybe you have great leadership. How much better could it be with more equipped leaders? And who are you to tell the church that you can't lead? When you say, I can't do that, you say, I won't do that. Cut the names. Every excuse has a name. Cut the names. We are the God-fearing. We consider ourselves, if we call ourselves Christian, to be victorious already. And we must live our lives as though God exists. The sedated man is about who you are, but more importantly, who you can be. Christians don't stop at the cross. They move past it to the throne. Why would you hang onto who you were, cling to who you can be? The world needs us, every one of us, and it needs us to lead. I cannot tell you for sure what I will do if my son shows up, but what I can tell you is in my heart of hearts, I will do whatever the Lord would have me to do. However painful, however uncomfortable, but at the same time, however right it might be. Think and pray for the God hears those who are believers and those who are God-fearing. So with that, my call to action to you is to step up and step out, as I will always tell you. To be the man the Lord believes you are. And if you don't believe enough for yourself, let his belief be enough in you. So if you'd like to send us an email to give us your thoughts or uh, or just any comments, really any feedback at all, you can reach me at mike at the sedatedman.com. That's mike at the sedatedman.com. This podcast is found on anchor.fm, on iTunes, on uh, Pocket Podcasts, and now uh, I think it's called Overcast is a new one. Yet some more podcasting platforms I haven't heard of. You can also find us at thesedatedman.com. You can find us on Facebook at The Sedated Man or on Instagram at The Sedated Man. Uh, also, anytime that you uh, you feel very strongly, we would very appreci- very much appreciate it if you would uh, leave reviews on any of those sites. That just helps to push us up so more people can, can hear it and more men can uh, come to the realization they need to come to. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time, and I appreciate you. Welcome to The Sedated Man.